so we get to tell our people, look, we're, we're there to plant churches. This is how you can be a part of an international church planting initiative. Uh, mm-hmm. And what I need is I need some men who are willing to go dig a well. Mm-hmm. Um, or I need some teachers to go over and teach English. Or I need some leaders to go over and teach uh, pastoral leadership. Or I need some business guys or entrepreneurs to go over and teach these guys how to start a business. Welcome to the Missions Pastor Podcast presented by One Child. One Child is a global community of child champions that serves children in poverty so they can discover hope and reach their God-given potential. We believe that the local church has that message of hope that the world desperately needs to hear. And in every episode, we highlight churches, pastors, and ministries who are working to bring that hope to hard places. I'm David Jesse. I'm your host for today's conversation with Dr. Paul Colton. Paul is the pastor of international missions at Calvary Church in Tampa, Florida. Paul joined me to discuss how Calvary Church is equipping every member of Calvary to be active in Great Commission work. For most churches, missions ministry begins with giving to an offering or participating in a short-term ministry trip. I asked Paul what the entry point for missions at Calvary is. So I think the entry point for us is is being able to clearly explain the why, um, the why in missions, and, and that's twofold for me. One, the Great Commission. Uh, Jesus commanded us to go to the nations, uh, you know, proclaiming the name of Jesus, but also making disciples of all nations. And so uh, that's that's one of our major reasons uh, for doing it. That kind of gives us a, a clear explanation of the why, but also, you know, you have the spirit behind that as well, because that's a spiritual calling for for us and for the church. And so as we clearly communicate to that to God's people, they are able to receive that. And I mean, it's something that God wants them to receive. It's something that God it resonates well with them. Uh, I think the another part of that, though, is the uh, the magnitude of lostness across the globe. And so, you know, when you look, there's around 11,000 unreached people scattered across the planet. Uh, uh, or 7,000. I might have got that number wrong. Uh, but uh, specifically, even you and I were talking about South Asia earlier, specifically mm-hmm. in South Asia, you've got 1,100 unreached, you know, people groups. Uh, and so the reality is, I mean, there's a lot of people groups who need Jesus. There's a, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, nations. There's a lot of tribes. There's a lot of tongues. There's a lot of people uh, right now who would not be represented b- before the throne. Uh, and, and God's calling his church to be a part of that work. And so I, those are two things that really motivate us. And, and I've seen just putting that out in front of our people, trying to explain the why. And, and then coming up behind that with a strategy or a plan to engage the why and, and giving our people opportunities to be involved in that here at Calvary, but also on short-term trips and uh, other opportunities like that. It's just really brought people in. So I think for us, entry is really explaining the need, the why. 
That's great. So how, how, if I, if I'm new to Calvary and I'm just kind of coming into the church and I'm, I've decided this is the church that God has called me and my family to be a part of, where am I going to learn kind of about the why and about what you guys are doing with missions? Uh, How do I connect with you guys on that? Yeah. So our assimilation process, we call it our faith journey. Uh, you know, somebody comes in their first Sunday and they go to a class called starting point. It's where they learn basically anything and everything there is to know about Calvary, uh, the ins and the outs, uh, the second Sunday, uh, they also, they'll have an option to go into our covenant member class. Uh, if they liked what they heard, it's something they want to be a part of the following Sunday, they can go right into covenant member, uh, the third Sunday, we have them uh, moving after covenant membership into uh, Team Calvary, joining a team, identifying a ministry to serve in, uh, identifying a place uh, to serve in, uh, whether it's children, whether it's youth. And then that fourth Sunday is Equip to Send. Uh, and so Equip to Send is a class that communicates how Calvary members uh, can be a part of our great commission work. You know, the great commission work that God has called us to locally, nationally, internationally. Uh, and at our church, you know, we have a vision. It's an X-150 vision. Uh, in 2016, Dr. Willie Rice, our pastor, put out a vision to plant 150 churches in a decade. Uh, wow. and so, we have that kind of pushing us in that direction as well. Uh, 2016 came around and he said, you know, our church is 150 years old. What can we do now to make a difference 150 years from now? And, oh, that's awesome. and then he threw that on the table. He said, well, we're going to plant 150 churches in a decade. Uh, and you know, there's not, there's not a biblical command to, to plant churches, right? It's all about disciple right. making, but, but what right. we know is when a, a healthy church, when a church is planted in an unreached community or is put in a community, uh, it changes the community. Uh, and mm-hmm. you have a long-term impact in that place where that, ter- that church is planted. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and the church plants were spread out. Uh, it's 25 national, um, 20 revitalizations, five campuses, and then 100 international. Uh, wow. And so we had a, a big vision kind of complementing that equipped us in class. And that's kind of informed our mission uh, over the past six years. And that that equipped us in class really does uh, come alongside of that. And it communicates, uh, you know, with di- disciple, uh, it communicates with discipleship in mind, kind of mm-hmm. how we can mm-hmm. be involved in Great Commission work that leads to uh, Calvary maintaining a long-term impact in the communities wherever those churches are planted. That's awesome. So that Equip to Send is sort of the culmination of helping people become engaged, not just in being a a member or a part of the church, but being engaged in the vision that uh, your pastor and your leadership in the church has for um, for taking the gospel to the nations, taking the Great Commission to the nations and finding their place within it. Is that is that basically what that Equip to Send helps them do? Yeah. Yeah. The Equip to Send, the Equip to Send class is, is built to come alongside of the vision uh, that has been put in place at Calvary. Um, it, it covers, again, it covers the why. We start out with the why. 
explaining why we are doing what we're doing as a church. It's, it's who God created us to be, created the church to be a part of his mission. Uh, and it's our identity. In other words, uh, you know, we're ambassadors, but we're also a new creation. You can't really separate those two things. Uh, but also, the, the, the need we, we highlight those tangible needs, uh, and we highlight those tangible needs locally. So it could be adoption, foster care locally. It could be pregnancy centers. It could be, uh, any number of different ministries, our food pantry, uh, any of those, any of those ministries that, you know, we have to engage our community around Calvary, but it also focuses on national opportunities uh, and then also international. And so we highlight all of our partnerships. We uh, and then we give next steps on how people can get involved in any one of those. That's awesome. So obviously it's it's a critical, you know, intentional thing uh, at Calvary to see everyone in the church involved in fulfilling the Great Commission in whatever way God has equipped and called them to do that um, and that they have a common understanding of um, of what that vision is. How has that all coming together uh, impacted these these new people coming into the church as well as you know it's a historic church so the people that have been a part of the church for years and years how is all of that coming together and focusing in on you know this equipped to send or this uh this this pl- church planting uh outreach focused um approach how has that changed you know the dynamic of the church well I, you know i've been here four years and so i came in maybe uh in 2018 a couple years after they you know, put this vision into motion. Mm-hmm. And just from what I've seen, our, our people, you know, they've been given an opportunity uh, to uh, to pray for Great Commission work. They've been given an opportunity to give towards Great Commission work and those Great Commission, the Great Commission work that they're praying for. But then we're also celebrating Great Commission work. Uh, and so the combination of the three, they're able to get involved, uh, you know, through prayer and giving. And then combined with that celebration, I've just seen our people get really excited. Uh, mm-hmm. and so there's times of celebration, you know, in our X-150 vision on Sunday mornings. And, and you can hear the people, they're cheering, they're excited. Uh, when somebody comes to faith with one of, within the ministry of one of our international partners. Mm-hmm. Or when a new church is planted, um, you know, or when, you know, I I believe that vision has led to us even sending our own people, more of our own people. And so Mm. when we commission somebody to the nations, uh, our people are, are, are getting excited about that. And so... Yeah. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand kind of why is it so important um, for Calvary? It's, I mean, obviously it's been very intentional. Like I mentioned a minute ago, why is it so important that everyone at Calvary be engaged in great commission work? Well, that's our call as a church. That's who we want to be. Um, it, you know, the, the command in the scriptures is to go and make disciples of all nations, uh, to proclaim the gospel to the whole creation, you know, to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Uh, and so for us, it's ensuring that, that we are actively involved in what God has called his people to do. And I think there's growth in that, uh, spiritual growth in that, 
and and I think our people are growing spiritually because of the work that they are involved in and in, you know in God's mission. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I think it's our spiritual obligation. It's it's who we are. Again, it's our identity, right? And so uh, we can't really separate from that. Yeah. So as as you've been getting, you know, the entire church engaged in, in Great Commission work and you've been bringing people in um, and helping them understand the why uh, behind what you are doing in missions, uh, you know, everyone enters into being involved in in missions work differently. You know, some of them have been on trips before. They've been around churches that emphasize the Great Commission and missions um, their whole life. So jumping in with both feet is normal for them. But then you have other people that this is is different. They're they're not familiar with this or they're uncomfortable. They're worried, you know, not not comfortable going on trips yet. How has that casting a vision, uh, through, you know, this, this assimilation process, this, uh, integration process into the church, um, and then like equipped to send a casting vision for missions and what God's called the church to do. How has that impacted, um, the overall other missions ministry, um, elements within Calvary? Yeah, I do think that it's, uh, it's pushed people into, uh, participating in in uh, some of our outreach, and I'll speak specifically in the international missions, just because that's kind of where my focus is. Uh, I do help out with the, the church planning side, sure. Uh, and but for short term specifically, uh, you know, when when people have that opportunity to be involved through prayer and giving, and then they're celebrating those kingdom wins, uh, it it pulls them into the vision and in conversations that I have with people, they want to be more involved. Hmm. Uh, and, and so I've seen an excitement for people to be involved in, uh, international mission opportunities. And, and we're building out more teams now with the intent of identifying and raising up new leaders to lead those teams uh, to give more opportunities for people to experience the uh, the cross cultural uh, you know mission opportunity, and again remember all of our partners their end goal is to plant churches, uh, and so mm-hmm. one of the ways that we communicate that to our people, especially on an international scale, is the international mission board uses the missionary task you know to communicate their vision. And we've kind of taken the missionary task and we've owned it as, you know, our tool for doing three things. One, it helps us identify partners. It helps us, uh, um, you know, clearly communicate vision and strategy uh, and our goal. Uh, But it also clearly helps us communicate how people can actively be involved with their gifts, talents and professions. Hmm. Uh, and so, and what that looks like, the missionary task is entry, gospel, disciple making, church formation, and uh, leadership development. Uh, and so, when we go to a new place, we can ask these potential partners, you know, what's your entry strategy? What's your priority for the gospel? And what gospel tools do you use? How are you making disciples of those who believe? And then, how are you moving disciples to church? And then in churches, how are you raising up new leaders to be sent out? Hmm. And so 
all of our partners, because our end goal is church planning. We want to have a, a, a partnership with other church planners. That that tool helps us really identify those partners. Um, but then it helps us clearly communicate it to our people at Calvary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and many of our partners have different entry strategies. Uh, and so when we're communicating the different places where we're serving and what, what they're doing to enter into new relationships and communities, we're able to go and, uh, you know, uh, have, you know, opportunities uh, that really target specific people within our church. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, you know, one of our partners is in Mozambique and one of their entry strategies is digging wells. Well, that mm-hmm. digging well strategy leads to a church planting opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we get to tell our people, look, we're, we're there to plant churches. This is how you can be a part of an international church planting initiative. Uh, mm-hmm. And what I need is I need some men who are willing to go dig a well. Mm-hmm. Um, or I need some teachers to go over and teach English. Or I mm-hmm. need some leaders to go over and teach, uh, um, you know, uh, pastoral leadership. Or I need some business guys or entrepreneurs to go over and teach these guys how to start a business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when people get actively involved using their gifts, talents, and professions, uh, they tend to to be a little bit more excited about being involved in the mission. And so that's that's really what we're trying to create. We're trying to create that culture right there uh, (laughs) to where more people are involved using what God gave them. Whenever we want to get our people more focused in missions, we have to clearly communicate vision and opportunity. And I love how Paul and Calvary give their members a very clear entry point for people to learn about the vision for their outreach ministry and then what specific opportunities are available to them and how they can get involved. We'll continue our conversation with Paul after this brief message from One Child. Together we believe extreme child poverty has an end, and it starts with hope. Hope is a vision for a better future, a way to get there, and the courage to try. And it is built through the church all over the world, coming together as one global community to help children thrive. We create a partnership experience that reflects your heart for the world. Together, we find the point where our mission and vision intersect to address the needs of children living in hard places. Together, we are a community that sees children as solutions, not problems. A community with the courage to go to the hard places. A community that gives so children can thrive. Together, this is us. Your church, a shared vision, celebrating global impact through the local church. For more information, visit onechild.org slash partnership. Having a process of engaging your congregation in missions is great. But having actual stories of how this has played out is even better. So I asked Paul to share a few of these stories with us. Yeah, I think one great example is, uh, 
um, his uh, friend of mine, Brian, uh, came in to Calvary. He had a heart to plant churches. Uh, he had a heart to be involved in gospel ministry. Um, and that's one of the things that kind of drew him into Calvary. Uh, and so coming in, Brian got involved in our pipeline. Uh, he's also a police officer here in the area. Uh, and he started to, uh, he was already making disciples and sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. but sure. he was, he was the, the kind of getting him into our system and, and into our pipeline and, and being a, a, you know, in the midst of like-minded brothers, others who have the same passion and desire and developing that, um, that disciple making uh, mentality out, right. His, uh, developing that out. He, uh, he just kind of took off and started sharing the gospel with, uh, um, you know, different people he was interacting with on a daily basis at, at work. Uh, and that could be people even who, who he was responding to calls to, uh, you know, to take care of, you know, situations uh i think there was even one scenario where he was responding to a shooting and and he shared mm. the gospel with three of the guys that were involved and led one of them wow to the Lord. wow uh and so now brian is has moved through our pipeline and and has gone through the north american mission board's process for planting and mm. is moving towards planting a church uh That's and, awesome. and it's kind of built off of disciple making uh, there's another scenario with uh, Steve and Steve was already in the church. And so some people were coming into the assimilation process, uh, especially equipped to send, even though they were members, because, you know, we, I think we introduced it about a year and a half, two years ago. Okay. Uh, so another guy, Steve, came and, and he had a heart for uh, Ukraine. Uh, and yeah. so he wanted to figure out how he can be involved in ministry with Ukraine. And so now Steve is, is one of the, is the point guy for our relationship with partners in Ukraine and even planning and uh, facilitating uh, and leading short-term mission trips to be a part of uh, engaging Mm. Ukrainian refugees. So there's a ton of examples of how people are coming in and then getting involved uh, we, you know, we have a couple that served on the mission field for 25 years. They retired, uh, and then, um, they came back in to the area. They joined Calvary and they're being sent back out to go and serve wow. again, long-term, uh, on the mission field in a cross-cultural setting. So is that kind of the examples you're, yeah. you're thinking? Yeah. About? I'm just trying to kind of trying to see what the process is like and how that's transformed them. I love the story of, of, I think you said Brian was his name, the police officer that came in and got engaged. And now he's involved in, in, uh, in wanting to be a, a church planner and things like that. I love how we see people getting involved in where, where they're at and what they're able to commit to in that point in their life. And once they commit to that and they get involved in that way, God takes what that little bit is and he uses it and he grows it and he develops them to where he continues to find the willing, the willing person that says, I'll go, you know, uh, you know, here I am, Lord, send me whatever that is today. I'll do that. And then it moves them into uh, continued ministry and, and the gospel goes forth um, as a result of it. That's awesome. You know, if, if you could give it, 
you know, a pe- one piece of advice uh, to maybe a missions pastor at another church or even a lead pastor of a smaller church that doesn't have a missions pastor uh, that is trying to figure out how do we how do we get the people in our congregation more engaged in great commission work? How do we get them in, you know, more interested in, in being a part of what God's doing around the world? What's that? What's the one piece of advice you would give that pastor or that missions pastor? Yeah. One thing I would do is, uh, you know, first identify healthy partners who have a strategy to, you know, engage the unreached and unengaged, uh, the IMB South Asia partners are great partners uh, for that. They have a clear vision to engage those who have never heard the name of Jesus. Um, and that's just a part of it. The other side is get those unreached people in front of your congregation. Uh, and so one of the things we did was we identified 10 unreached and unengaged people groups uh, in South Asia. Again, there's 1,100 of them. And so there's a, there's a lot of people in South Asia who have never heard the name of Jesus. Mm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so identifying uh, unreached people groups to pray for, pass them out to your people, encourage them to pray for them, and then celebrate when wins happen among those unreached people groups. And again, if right. you have good partners, they'll be able to get you information uh, and wins and, and whatnot so that your people can celebrate that. Uh, so we did, we identified 10 unreached people groups, uh, and we had all of our departments, uh, we passed out cards and they were praying for them, right? And it was before our people, uh, they understood what unreached meant. They understood what unreached mm-hmm. unengaged meant. And then, uh, you know, after a year and a half, we got to bring these 10 unreached people groups back to the table and celebrate that 17 churches were planted among them. Uh, awesome. and that, you know, there were people being baptized in these churches, in these people groups where there was very little, if any, gospel presence, uh, you know, prior to that celebration. So that that's one thing. Again, it, it's awareness, right? I, I think we just need to know what's out there. And, uh, and, and if we can communicate that in line with the Great Commission, uh, God's people will respond to it. It's kind of in us, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's one thing. Again, you, you know, you identify good partners who can help you identify those people groups and then put that before your people. shared such helpful, uh, practical advice on moving people deeper into being involved in missions and outreach. Here are three key takeaways from today's episode. First, missions should be a critical element in integrating new church members into the life of the church. Equipped to Send is the culmination of Calvary's four-week orientation process. And the message that is sent through this to new members is that being engaged in Great Commission work is the goal for every member. Second, choose great partners. Know who you're working with, what they're all about, their goals and their strategies, along with their needs. Having a clear understanding of this is critical to Paul's final piece of advice, which is to communicate, communicate, 
communicate um, constantly highlight these partners and the people they reach out to in your services and other creative ways. And as church members understand their calling to be a part of Great Commission work, and then you communicate your the partners that you trust and have confidence in, these members will begin to participate in amazing ways you'd never be able to predict. I want to thank Paul for joining me on this episode of the Missions Pastor Podcast. If you want to learn more about Calvary Church, go to calvary.us. And thank you for listening to the Missions Pastor Podcast. This show is presented by One Child. We are a global community of child champions that serves children in poverty so they can discover hope and reach their God-given potential. To learn more about how your church can partner with One Child to bring hope to hard places, go to onechild.org slash partnership. Thank you.